think we are ready to start. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, Mr. Green Elite. How you doing? Oh, stop it, you. You know how to get to my heart. I'm doing good, though. I'm doing good. I had, had a interesting day at work, and now I'm uh, home and doing the podcast. I'm having a good time. How are you? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Cannot complain just yet. With us, our special guest this week. Hi, I'm Biggs, the Hi. powerful. How you doing, Biggs? I'm all right. You know, living the dream, brother. Living the dream. Excellent. So, Biggs, it's been a little while since you've been on the show. Why don't you go on ahead and tell folks uh, what you do and where people can find it? Um, I play video games mainly. Mainly uh, first-person shooters, MMOs as well. Been getting into the MOBA thing a little bit. Find me at twitch.tv forward slash high on Biggs underscores, as you can see right here. And you can also find me at Twitter at Mr. Biggs underscore 211 and on YouTube at TTV underscore Mr. or underscore Biggs. TTV underscore Biggs. Excellent. Uh, links for all his stuff will be in the description of the episode. You guys can also check him out. I will put a link in the chat here in just a second. Uh, before the show starts, I really want to say we appreciate all of you guys who are joining us live and watching and listening to the show. We hope you guys uh, find all the information and entertainment you expect out of this week. If you guys miss any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. We do have a question of the week this week, that being, what band or artist did you find through a video game? Think back to Tony Hawk, Need for Speed, uh, Grand Theft Auto, all the Madden games. What artists did you find through a video game? Let us know in the chat right now. You guys can also leave a comment in the YouTube video. Also, you can reach out to us on Twitter. You can just tweet me at Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. So that is the question of the week. Was there anything else that we needed to get out of the way? Not that I can think of. No. Uh, I will say Rev wasn't able to join us this week, guys. Go send him some good vibes on Twitter, at RevsFen. Uh, just go send him some virtual hugs. Um, he, he needs it today. Um, Mr. Biggs, you have played a game that we've talked about before. You actually got me and Mr. Green Elite uh, access to it. But it's got its full release. Why don't we go on ahead and start talking about uh, Spellbreak? All right. Well, yeah, I remember we played the beta. I got the beta codes. Um, if I remember correctly, during the beta, it was it, the the core gameplay was pretty fun. I think um, some of the some of the uh, there was a couple balancing issues. I think there were some performance issues as well, if I recall properly. Um, well, now they have their full release, and it is available on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and the Switch as well. It's also uh, full crossplay, and f also full. 
what is the word um where everything carries over like if you play on one account like you have cross you save have, yeah cross save as well as full cross hey. save as well and honestly i have to say from what i remember playing at the beta and what i remember and what i've like what i've played now it has been nothing but improvements all the way around i haven't i haven't seen a single thing that i disliked about it it's it's been a ton of fun i put in i put in a good amount of hours you know it wasn't like i just played it one day but i played it i put in a good amount of hours everything feels really smooth um all the items seem it seems very well balanced very well balanced you know you you don't, you don't have uh like guns per se you pick up the gauntlets and they all feel super balanced like none of them feel stronger than others you know they're all very situational and i've, I've just been having a blast with it it's free to play definitely you should go pick it up try it out like i said it's on all con- all platforms it's also cross platform so you can play with your friends on pc like me or playstation or xbox whatever um i i specifically remember because you know i i play pc games with controller mainly and i specifically remember remember when i played during the beta it seemed a little sluggish and like there was some um uh like maybe maybe some input lag and i did not have that at all this time it felt super smooth on the controller uh it kind of feels like there may be a little too much aim assist i think that might be my biggest gripe is there feels like there might be a little too much aim assist yeah should we real quick with Spellbreak, we we have reviewed the game before but should did we kind of get into what Spellbreak is and what kind of game it is like the uh, the gameplay yeah, loop. I guess, yeah, I guess that is a that is good solid. Yeah. So, uh, Spellbreak, like I said, we reviewed it f- before. It's a, a third person battle royale. It's available um, on all the platforms that Big said. I will say it is only through the Epic Games Store right now. Um, and instead of using guns, you use gauntlets and cast spells, which interact with each other, so you can make like acid fire and you know poison tornadoes and stuff like that. Um, for anyone that is interested in playing on PC, uh, the minimum requirements is 64-bit Windows 10, uh, Intel Core i5, 6400 CPU at 2.7 gigahertz, 8 gigs of RAM, and an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 640 or the Radeon R7 GPU. Um, it doesn't say how much... Oh, I'm sorry. No, 8 gigs of RAM. No, it doesn't say how much you need on your hard drive. Uh, why, Epic? Why? I I want to say the download was oh not it was slightly under seven gigs. I'll tell you here in a second. Yeah, that's if it's slightly under seven gigs, that's not terrible, but it should be listed on the specifications on the Epic Games Store. I'm surprised that it's not. Yeah. So you said yeah things. Twelve point six. Twelve point six. Twelve point six. That's still yeah, not that's terrible. I have that's what I have on my hard drive right now. I don't know if uh, that that is including a, a, uh, like the actual release update. Mm-hmm. I haven't opened Epic Launcher in a hot minute. Well, you know what? I guess I could check that out. 
But you said that it's been cleaned up quite a bit. Not a lot of like, I, I remember some performance issues, um, especially when things got super chaotic, like when you're doing like acid tornadoes and like green fire everywhere and like people are sliding around on ice. I remember it, it started to drag a little bit on the system, but you said that's been mostly cleaned up. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. The full re- release version is 13.23 gigs. Yeah, that's well. not terrible. But well, it's not, um, definitely not comparable to uh, Call of Duty. Yeah, we have games that are like 200. Yeah, uh, Call of Duty, the reason this is free is because you're going to have to get a new hard drive to play it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you can buy the Call of Duty version of the hard drive. It's a, a limited edition Call of Duty uh, Warzone hard drive from from Activision partnered with uh, Corsair. <laughs> for only, only $69.99 plus tax shipping and handling included <laughs> um, yeah um, it definitely it definitely was cleaned up I mean I have uh, a higher end PC but I never I never dropped under 200 frames and that was on ultra everything so nice uh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't have any remember, I, I think I think when I, I played in the beta I was getting i i don't know if it's, if it was on this pc or not but i think i was like just under 100 frame which makes me think it was on my other pc yeah i remember I having you were playing... go ahead I was, I was i was gonna say i'm pretty sure you were playing it with your new pc you just got it so that might have been an improvement too yeah like the yeah. uh yeah it's cleaning it up and i was definitely getting better frames yeah, optimizing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the menus seemed really good. Like, um, they they changed the menus around. It seemed a lot more uh, intuitive. I guess would be the word to describe it. Everything flowed really well. Um, yeah, I I think it definitely. I don't have anything negative to say about it from the beta to the full release. It's it's been a ton of fun. I've been putting in a lot of hours. It, and it was definitely the kind of game where, like, you know, it's a battle royale game. And at the end of the day, like, you want to win. But it made me, like, even when I was losing matches, I just, boom, right into the next match, right into the next match. I I don't think I, I haven't stopped playing unless, like, I've had to. So. Sorry. Uh, so I had other questions uh, just related to the update. Obviously, good optimization. UI overhauls are always good. Uh, what about some other gameplay mechanics, maps? Did they add any new maps? Did they add any new kinds of magic? Anything like that? Um, n- they haven't added any any new areas on the map um, f- since the uh, since the beta. Um, it's pretty much the same. I. I've I've explored most of it. They they did add, well. I guess they did. They changed some of the um. Uh, I guess like the the effects in different areas of the map, like one uh, one of the the like northern areas of the map is uh, really deserty now, and then like as you as you can see in the clip that's playing right now, th- this is the general look of the map. But there's there's a uh, like a deserty area as well as there's um like a nighttime area of the map. And there's also a stormy area of the map. 
So yeah, right. definitely a lot more uh, open world, like uh, uh, weather changes and stuff like that. That they seem to add into it too, or um, I didn't see. I haven't seen any like dynamic uh, weather. It's just once you cross over that threshold from like one area of the map to the next, you will like you'll you'll gradually see that the weather is like changes. So it's not dynamic. I think I'm pretty sure it's um like confined to, to that yeah, region key, of the map. Yeah, keyed to a specific area. Yeah, yeah. A dynamic weather I think would definitely be a, a cool thing. So especially if they can make it so um this game is like there's there's combos that you can do with the different types of magic. So if you make like a wind tornado and you shoot the acid at it, you know, it'll become an acid tornado. And I think they could probably do some pretty cool weather effects to to add to that. I, th- I think that would probably be pretty cool. I mean, it is made by Epic, so really there's no telling what what they could do. You know, they, they go all out with stuff like this. Yeah. So, I mean, if I remember correctly, it was like ice, fire, acid, wind, and earth. And that, is that still like the the only elements they, or magics they have in here? Did they add anything uh, extra? Yes, that, that's still the the, on, the only ones. And, you know, then they have the uh, the different tiers of the gauntlets that you can get, you know. Um, they have the, the common version, the uncommon version, the rare version the epic version and then if you get lucky you can find legendary versions and that will it'll affect your your cooldown and slightly increase damage or rate of fire thing, things of that nature um they they did seem to like they changed uh, some of the rune abilities which are kind of like um most most of them are movement abilities so you can find different runes and you know one of them uh like like a big one is one of them gives you flight. So you'll pretty much, yeah, fly through the air for a set amount of time. And so they changed some of the way that they interacted and they did add two, two new ones, either two or three new ones. And they also changed up some of the combos, how some of the uh, different gauntlets interact with each other. Like now, um, if you use the earth gauntlet, if you put a and you use the earth and the fire gauntlet, if you put the wall of flame down and then smash the ground, it'll shoot through the wall and like the uh, projectile will turn into like a flaming piece of earth. So they they change some of the way that the uh, the gauntlets affect each other. All right, cool. So overall, nothing but improvements. Not like a ton of. Like you didn't run into any exploits or glitches or anything like that yet. Not, not that I've seen, and I put a, I put maybe twenty hours into it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, anything else on on Spellbreak? I think I've had all my questions answered. Is this the next Fortnite? Ah, uh, man, you know how that goes. I want it to be the next Fortnite because I would, I would Fortnite. love for it to be the next Fortnite. It's going to be the Fortnite killer. Epic. I, I will say, though, one thing. I, I do think that in your first few matches that you might play against some bots. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't. I've been thinking about making another account to try, to check it. 
Um, my first three matches, I think I won all three in a row. I what there was some some of them were real players, like when we got into the to the to the end. But I think that there might have been some bots in there. I'm not a hundred percent sure. They might have just been bad players. I don't know. But I have a feeling that there was bots in there. Which, yeah, for the first three rounds, I'd kind of expect they wouldn't want you people wouldn't want people getting uh, super frustrated, especially in the battle royale. Um, By the time I got to my fifth or sixth game, though, like I could tell that there was not bots in the match anymore. Like every every fight was, you know, like wow, this guy knows what he's doing. So, gotcha. Um, yeah, I think I've had all my questions answered. Green, do you have anything? I think that's it. Yeah. Biggs. You'd definitely say it's a, a big improvement over the beta and then absolutely recommend it. Absolutely. 100% recommend it. Especially okay. with it being free, cross-platform, cross-save. No, you know, it's a pretty small download size in, in terms of most games. 100% recommend it. The cash shop is also There is a cash shop. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. There is a cash shop. Um, you, you you can buy gold, which is equivalent to, you know, Fortnite's V-Bucks, Call of Duty's COD points. It, but you also earn gold at a very substantial rate. Like every time you level up, you get 50 to 100. Um, as you level up the different gauntlets, you also make gold doing that. And it like I'm, I can see being able to play the game and not spend any money on it and still be able to purchase things from the cash shop. I mean, I've already I've already made enough, you know, just in you know twenty hours of gameplay where I could buy a couple of different things off the cash shop. So, okay, I, cool. I definitely like how they how they did that. Yeah, um, I was actually just going to mention this because uh, I'm looking at the Epic Game Store page right now. They do have a couple starter packs um, if you like the game enough and. Uh, feel like if you want to purchase something, it uh, looks like the lowest priced one um, for their like their starter pack is four ninety nine, includes six hundred gold. It goes all the way up to one hundred twenty dollars, and there are some gold um, gold uh, packages that you could buy starting at ten dollars, going up to it looks like ninety nine dollars or ninety nine ninety nine. So actually a hundred dollars USD. Um, so those those are some options there for you too if you like the game enough and want to support it. Um, anything else? I think we're good after that, right? Cool. Um, we can move on to our next topic, which is Iron Sight. So Iron Sight got some updates. Um, let me first re-explain what Iron Sight is because it's been a little while since we've talked about it. Iron Sight is a free-to-play first-person shooter done in the style of COD Black Ops Two. Uh, we've reviewed it a few times on the show, so you guys can be sure to check those out uh, to hear all of our thoughts on that. Um, so the first big update was uh, the Whipple Games situation. So Ironsight is owned and managed by Whipple Games. Um, it had they are a South Korean developer, and they had an a someone doing stuff for North America and Europe, I believe. Um, so last month on August 10th, they put out a really confusing uh, 
blog post, specifically the the Western devs. That was uh, Gamigo, who uh, they said that they were going to permanently shut down Iron Sights servers, which wasn't exactly correct you know we can pause for dramatic effect here dun 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 uh literally two paragraphs later on the on the page they said that starting 15th iron site was going to be published globally by whipple games the people who actually run it um so basically there's just this whole amount of confusion that you know Ironsight was getting shut down. It never really was. It was just being transferred from their Western devs to their Korean devs. With that, that also means that the version that people, a lot of people in North America had downloaded on Steam wasn't the correct version. They had to download another version of Ironsight. And as far as I can tell, nothing transferred over from the two versions of the game. So a lot of people had to start over. I don't know about anything with like currency purchases or anything like that. Um, so getting into this new version, it's I mean, it's the same game, same maps. There are a few differences. And the main thing I'm going to talk about is the Battle Royale mode. Uh, so... The Battle Royale, and I'm hard-pressed to really call it a Battle Royale, is more of a hardcore TDM with hard eliminations. Uh, You play on regular maps. You don't load into a massive map or a separate map for the game. uh, And you don't jump from a plane at the start of the round. You load in right in your team spawn, and you basically play a TDM. You pick when you load in, you pick one of your loadouts, but you're only starting with one magazine for each of your weapons and you don't get your loadouts lethal or tactical throwables. So you have to go out and um, pick up throwables and ammo off the ground. You can loot drones and other items from the boxes around the map and you have to eliminate your uh, the enemy team. Uh, when you go down or when you lose your health, you go into a bleed out state and you can be revived by teammates there are also a couple items that are unique to the game mode including an aoe healing grenade and a single use health syringe uh the map slowly shrinks forcing you and your the uh, enemies to fight in a tighter and tighter circle so that's the it's the battle royale mode it's battle royale <laughs> it's not a free-for-all which to me a uh, free-for-all or some sort of team free-for-all has to be like it's like a tenant of of battle royale games so my first impressions or opinion really of the game is overall the game doesn't really play that much differently than a standard tdm games are fast and i actually kind of enjoy it it's actually pretty fun um I do find that the game mode it does have a little bit of a waiting time. It's not the most popular game mode in the in on Iron Sight for sure. Um, but it isn't like a terrible wait. I don't think I ever waited for more than five minutes, and I've never failed to find a lobby. Um, let's see where am I at here? Uh, again, I'd be hard pressed to say this is a battle royale. Um, but I do think adding functions and mechanics of a battle royale makes a TDM match. It's more dynamic. It makes you play the game differently. It's not your standard COD 
arcadey twitch shooting it makes you have to think about the map balance a little bit better you have to understand the map a little bit more and playing with your teammates is a little bit more uh important than than just going out on your own and trying to get as many kills because if you do that you'll get flanked and you'll get got uh playing with your teammates staying around your teammates and working together to take down an enemy is is the best way to to win in this game is what i found um yeah overall i think it's worth a try it sucks that if you were playing iron sight the gamigo 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 gimli version of the (laughs) what's that waifu waifu um if you're playing that version of the of the game before it kind of sucks that none of your stuff transferred over i think that's pretty jank um and that's as far as i can tell like my it didn't ask me for like a gamigo games login and maybe i missed maybe i missed something it's entirely possible that i missed a deadline to transfer my account over um but i didn't really uh see any way for me to transfer my stuff over uh but overall i think it was it was a fun experience um there's more maps on it now they just added a new gun called the honey badger uh which is a new assault rifle overall honey badger don't give no shits honey badger gives no shits so um, is it still like a leasing like a weapon leasing system yeah yeah it is still like a weapon leasing system where you have to unlock and then repair the guns they are still pretty generous with their with their currency so you just got to play um and and repair the weapons as you get them um i i know i'm not like a huge fan of that either but at the the caveat to that is that they are at least generous with the regular gold um one thing I did see that was missing was like their 1v1 mode is gone, like their dual mode, which I kind of I'd rather see that come back. I don't know if that's just like a seasonal thing, but I'd like to see that come back at one point because the 1v1 mode is pretty dope. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, there's not much else to really say. I mean, the, the guns are still the guns. The, the game still feels like Call of Duty Black Ops 2, which I know we've kind of hammered on that before, but it, I mean, if that's something you're looking for uh going back to that that kind of game style um that arcade and it's free and it's free uh and runs on a variety of machines um i'll have to look up look up the requirements again but it it runs really well Um, actually i played that on my old pc and that thing is it was it was pretty rough that was I had a I had a 1050 Ti in that, and it ran at 60 frames. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Call of Duty Black Ops 2 on Steam right now is 59.99. Still? Yeah. When was that released? That was released what 2013, 2012, 2012. Yeah. And it is every single lobby is like cheat lobbies. It's terrible. You can get the digital deluxe edition for seventy nine ninety nine. Oh boy, this is on Steam though. I don't know if Activision like Blizzard has a different pricing because they don't, they don't have the game at all. Holy shit! Well, damn. If you want to play it on PC, 
You can either spend fifty nine ninety nine for the original release uh, that was released November twelfth, two thousand and twelve, or you can play Iron yeah, let me read the minimum required specs for Ironsight for anyone who might have missed our first review. Windows 7, uh, pro- uh, processor, Intel Core 2 Duo E7500, 6 gigs of RAM, uh, graphics card recommends a GeForce 9600 GT with 8 gigs of space available on the hard drive. Uh, the recommended is an Intel Core i5, 8 gigs of RAM, NVIDIA GeForce GTX 650, and 10 gigs of space available on the hard drive. That's what it recommends. Potato? Potato. Yeah, it's not too bad, like, graphically. No. The game's actually quite fun. Mm-hmm. I've played it quite a bit of it. Yeah, and the game the feels good. I never, like, the game, like, it's well done. It feels good. I don't really have that many issues with the game itself other than its monetization scheme of, like, trying to get you to buy guns. But I thought when I played it, it felt slow. Like, like the controls felt slow. And I don't know if it was, like, a sensitivity thing. Like, when I, like, because I use keyboard and mouse, it almost felt like the keyboard was a little less responsive than what I would like it to be. That's my, that and the, monetization thing is the only gripe I had about it. Like, it still played fine, but you know, it was fun. It was just, it felt slow to me. Yeah. It, there, I have seen moments, um, playing around with my sensitivity. Sometimes my mouse feels a little sluggish, but like never that often. And I have a, I have a wireless setup for a keyboard and mouse. Um, So it could be related to that, like maybe some input latency just due to my wireless stuff. But I've never noticed anything that was like, like super, 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 like, why am I not moving fast? It always felt like maybe like a little bit of input latency, but that could be due to my wireless setup. But um, I don't think, yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking back, I don't think I've really dipped below 60 frames at 1080p and like my settings are all cranked, so... It's it's worth trying out for sure. And I think the Battle Royale mode, again, don't go into it thinking it's going to be like PUBG or Warzone because it's not. It's 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 not a Battle Royale. But it is it is an interesting way to play a TDM match. Anything I else? Actually, I might play it. <laughs> we going to squat up bigs. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, anything else on Iron Sight? No, not that. that that's kind of got me. Uh, actually, while watching the clip, it made me. It made me want to go back and play it. So, yeah, yeah, I think, I'm, I, think I am going to check that out tonight. Awesome. Um, so I think we'll go into our uh, first news story, and then we'll take a short break after that. You guys down for that? Absolutely, of course. All right. So uh, this Later is. On me, baby. <laughs> so this was a story suggested by Biggs here. So I'm gonna uh, kind of go over it, and then we'll uh, our, share some of our opinions on it. So we actually talked a few weeks ago about the potential of the Trump administration banning apps like TikTok and WeChat in the states, uh, and specifically businesses doing uh business with those apps and their parent companies which for wechat was 10 cent um and we talked all about how you know 10 cent at that time uh, still has a ton of holdings in technology and gaming um 
one of the things I will say that we didn't mention in that show is that the Trump administration, and by extension the United States, if they had, they weren't the first ones to do that. Um, that honor would go to India. So, and uh, India has taken more steps, including last week, the Indian government said that it was going to ban 118 apps in the country, claiming they posed national security risks with two apps listed, including PUBG mobile ports, which I will say, I think India has a lot more concern about national security sharing a border with China and also having a contested area, which... Um, in, in Kashmir, in which uh, there have been some small skirmishes and disputes with the Chinese. Um, so the developers behind PUBG have now decided to cut ties with their partner Tencent, um, who owns WeChat and, ha- like I said before, has significant holdings throughout tech and gaming in order to continue doing business in India. Uh, in a quote, they said, Pub- the PUBG corporation fully understands and respects the measures taken by the government as the privacy and security of player data is a top priority for the company it hopes it hopes to work in hand in hand with the indian government to find a solution that will allow gamers to once again drop in the battlegrounds while being fully compliant with indian laws and regulations um so like i said we've talked about this before specifically for the united states it's interesting that uh, PUBG and their developers are deciding to do this because, well, not it, it's not that India is isn't a major player, but I would have assumed um, they would have maybe held off on it, maybe taking this one in the chin because of the significant funding they get from Tencent. Um, yeah, so it. As we kind of go along here and keep seeing more and more of these policies come up, it's going to, you know, hold a lot of uh, companies account. Or it's going to put a lot of companies in a bad position and hold them accountable for their connections to Tencent, um, especially if it goes the way of Huawei, legally speaking. And it could be disastrous for them because they do have a lot of their financial holding. Or they have a lot of their financials tied up with Tencent. And if they have to sever those quickly in order to continue doing business, it could prove to be very disastrous for both companies and consumers. Uh, so that's kind of like the whole situation. Uh, I'm going to go to Biggs. What do you think? Um, Honestly, man, Tencent is... Obviously, you know, they're doing something wrong. You know what I mean? They, you know, this, the, you got the Trump administration is trying to ban them here. Uh, India has been, I, I played a lot of PUBG Mobile when it first came out, and India is like the, that's, that's the number one game in it. People play PUBG Mobile. Like half of the, half of the, the population on that game is probably from India. And I remember when it first came out, there was a lot of talk about like, like kids weren't going to school there. People were like not going to work. Like they were just hanging out playing PUBG. And it, they've had a, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about Tencent. You know, then you got the whole thing with TikTok being a Chinese spy app. 
yeah allegedly allegedly (laughs) yeah because who why why would uh a political figure want to ban something that talks shit about him on a daily basis you know that's that's not the way they do it i mean that's not feasible there was allegedly a bunch of people from uh, Anonymous that were the first people to leak leak it like months and months ago that yeah. it was like a Chinese spy app. Uh, then again, what isn't, you know? Yeah, there's there's a certain amount of it that I'm a little skeptical of the Chinese spy app narrative because we see it all the time. And is the data that they're collecting any worse than the data that American companies are collecting? And... American companies could be feasibly subject to uh, governmental pressure to release that data to the government. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I I agree 100%. Apple's already done it. Yeah, Apple's done it. And a lot of cell phone, I mean, the the NSA had gotten a lot of cell phone information from cellular companies. Um, I know there was a big thing with, um, was it T-Mobile or Verizon? Yeah, I don't don't remember, but. Yeah. yeah, Which. I will say, it is not safe. yeah, That's just, which I will personally say, I do have a lot of issues with Tencent and it's tied to the CCP. Uh, I don't trust Tencent as far as I could throw it. Um, and I, but on the flip side, you know, I don't think Americans should be do- barred from doing business with companies or entities that they want to do business with. I think Americans should be able to go into contracts with and do business with whoever they want to do business with. I don't think, you know, I, I think I I'm hard pressed to want to say that they can't do business with folks. Um, green, uh, I'll get your opinions and I want to kind of go off on a tangent here in a second, but I'm going to get your opinion. On oh, this. I know. I see it's it stewing in his face. It's stewing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just, I don't know. This, this one's a, definitely an interesting interesting move on india's part and then uh on pubg's part as well i mean i'm I'm almost with bigs i mean if uh you know if it's getting this much attention you know rumors are based in truth you know what i mean like if, yeah, if so many people say yeah uh you know if so many people hear a rumor you know there's has to be like a some sort of tangible source even if it's not the same sort you know the same story there is something that's causing that rumor. You know what I mean? Somewhere, something down the line isn't right. Mm -hmm. It may not be the same exact as as what people are saying. You know, it might not be that big of a deal. It might. It might not. But obviously, something somewhere, they're not being truthful about something. And then the way that you see them just, I mean, like... Uh, Tencent in general, man, like they've got their finger in everything nowadays. Oh, yeah. Everything, man. And it's just, if it is true, you know, if it, if it is true, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to say. Yeah. So someone here said, uh, and I, and this kind of goes into my tangent. Uh, we have laws we are supposed to follow in the USA. CCP doesn't play by the rules at all. Don't forget we are in trade war with China. Trade war trade war the rules only apply to citizens and not american corporations like disney who i'm going to call out right the fuck now for filming mulan starting in august 2018 
let, let's just also put this into context of what's been happening in a particular province in China, which is definitely classified as ethnic cleansing, cleansing of the Uyghurs, uh, which Disney's own news agency, ABC News, started running stories about August 2018. Disney actively filmed and gave money to film they gave money to the ccp to film in a province in china where ethnic cleansing was occurring and then thanked them in the credits to allow them to film in that province disney fuck you fuck the ccp and fuck that winnie the pooh looking motherfucker xi Jinping. you should never have filmed in china and you should never have thanked them for letting them film, for letting you film there, and for basically ignoring the massive human rights violations that are occurring there, knowing full well it was happening. Because you, Disney, reported it. Fuck you. <laughs> and this, by the way, is all while a trade war is occurring because massive corporations based in the United States aren't you know, aren't barred from doing business with China, but average everyday citizens are. For shame. For shame. Uh, yeah, that's my tangent. Fuck Disney for doing that. Um, yeah, that's my that's my tangent. Uh, I'm still gonna watch The Mandalorian when it drops on the 23rd. <laughs> I am still gonna watch The Mandalorian as well. I I don't give a fuck about anything really that they put out on Disney Plus, so I'm not. <laughs> I got it for free with Verizon, so same. You know, yeah. Once it once that free trial ends, it's a stunsky for me because I'm not gonna pay for an extra streaming service that I don't ever use, other than the Mandalorian. Um. So let's go on ahead. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back in about two minutes. Stay right there, guys. Oh, one second. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show. I wanted to take a quick moment and say thank you for watching and listening. Last month was not business as usual for us. The derecho show and family emergencies got in the way of us putting out a show each week, and we're sorry we couldn't get you guys the news and reviews we're looking for. But we're back now and better than ever. If you like what we do and want to help us keep going, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform, follow us on Twitch, and retweeting us when the show is live. These are all easy and free ways to help the show grow. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, thanks for sticking with us through that break. We are back, and we are ready to get right back into the show here. Um, t- today's show, by the way, is just going to be a salt factory. Uh, <laughs> you guys ready to get into this next topic? It's all the salt all the time, bro. All salt all the time. Okay, so this next topic is UFC 4 it got in-game ads. So UFC 4 by EA Sports was released on August 14th of this year and is currently being sold at $60. Why is that important, you might ask? Well, it seems that EA has decided to put full-on in-game interrupting advertisements in UFC 4 after all the important reviews would have already come out. 
players uh, earlier this week started sharing videos and photos of intrusive ads on UFC 4, specifically for Amazon Prime, uh, the show The Boys, which let me just take a quick moment to remind you that if you have Amazon Prime, you can go and connect your Twitch account and get a free sub every month, and you can be sure to subscribe to me, Biggs, or Green Elite. Why do I make that tangent? Because that's how fucking annoying it is to get a full-on advertisement in the middle of your content without warning. Um, the ads Subscribe include- to Biggs on YouTube. <laughs> Subscribe to Danny K Media on YouTube. Uh, the ads included a logo on the ring and an ad flashing on the screen, including an in- during the in-game replays, right? So you'd get like this, oh, look at that takedown, and then like an in-game replay, and then like every time that it would do that, it would be like, watch the boys on Amazon Prime. Um, and then it would also play a pop-up ad on the player HUD. Um, the best video showing the ads so far comes from Reddit user Ydino on his uh, in his post on the R slash asshole design subreddit. Uh, EA understandably got a lot of backlash. Uh, and has removed the advertisements saying that in-game ads are quote not the new not new to the UFC franchise but says that they were going they were usually relegated to the main menu and the octagon placements now there is one thing i would like to mention is that yes in sports games in-game advertisement makes sense as uh, product placement to pay for licensing and stuff stuff like that but they're never intrusive and they usually are included in like the background they never stop the game or add to like are like injected into the gameplay itself um as the as a part of the advertisement so uh, continuing uh quote it is abundantly clear from your feedback that integration integrating ads into the replay and overlay experience is not welcome the advertisements have been disabled by the team and we apologize for any disruption to gameplay that players may have experienced we realize that this should have been communicated with players ahead of time and that's on us we want to make sure our players have the best possible experience playing ea sports ufc 4 so ad integrations in the replay and overlay experience will not be reappearing in the future end quote let's uh go to biggs thoughts hot garbage bro hot garbage that is just that is some of the shadiest lowest form of trying to take somebody's money that uh, i don't even i don't even know what to say about that like i i would i would return the game i would return the game personally mhm yeah oh yeah yeah i'd return the game for that yeah and th- and then to say yeah, well, they've always been there. Yeah, they've always been there. But uh, like you said, it was ne- it was it was part of the game. Like it was like it was meant to be there to add to the realism of the game. You know, just like you would find if you go to a UFC fight. Obviously, you know, there's going to be things there to su- you know uh, products that support the UFC. You know, and that's how the ads were in the game. Yeah, but I will you know, like, say like the like the background ads, like if it's like Gatorade on like the side of a of a stadium wall. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. it wasn't it wasn't intrusive. It never no. entered into the gameplay. 
it, it added to the um, to the realism of the game because that's something you would really see. Yeah. You know? Well, and I mean, I guess if we're if we're talking about the realism, though, someone could make the argument that, well, yeah, replay cameras are sponsored. Um, as someone who work had does work in sports broadcasting, you're um, stealing what I was gonna say. Oh, go ahead. No, I'll let you make the point. <laughs> I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. I think yeah. they're trying to make it as realistic, like as if you were pay per viewing a UFC fight, and every re- replay has an ad on it. So I can see why they thought they could get away with it. Do I think it's okay? Not really. I think it's kind of shitty. Uh, but I mean, to add to the realism, cause that's their whole goal with the UFC is to make it like you're actually watching like a pay-per-view UFC fight. Just you're controlling the fighter. And I can see why that's just stupid, but I, I see why. Yeah. I think it's a flimsy excuse though. Yeah. I, to me, right. So product placement, I, I'm willing to accept, excuse me. I'm willing to accept product placement. Right. Mm-hmm. A Bud Light ad like in the well, maybe not Bud Light. I don't think they could. I think if they do Bud Light or like any sort of alcohol, they have to uh, raise the rating. But we'll just say like a Nike uh, product placement or Subway or something like that. You know, we already see that in TV and movies and it's unintrusive for the most part, except for like the most prominent version or the prominent example that they show in film schools being the Twinkie and Ghostbusters. Imagine New York City is a Twinkie. Yeah. So, but for me, the problem here is it's a $60 game that's full price. Quality of the game aside, right? We could talk about if UFC 4 is worth the quality. I don't know. I've never played a UFC game. I couldn't tell you if it's worth a fucking $60 price tag. I didn't even know the game was coming out. I didn't either. Uh, I like UFC. I didn't know it was coming out. But if you're paying a premium price, you shouldn't get advertisements that interrupt your content or invade your content. Imagine paying the premium price for Netflix and getting ads in the middle of Stranger Things. Hulu. (laughs) Well, so Hulu, they have the two tiers. Yeah. They have the regular tier, which says, hey, you get this at a reduced price. And then you have the premium tier where you don't get the advertisements. My my now my next point was going to be nowhere on the box or on the Amazon listing, and I searched a I searched a couple different times since hearing about this yesterday. Did I see that in-game advertisements were mentioned? Right, it's not on the box or any of the listings that says game will include in-game advertisements. So why wasn't that disclosed to the customer before purchasing? I like that to me, that was like the big thing. Why were customers not disclosed to that in-game advertisements are going to be included just like they have to be disclosed that in-game purchases would be included in the game. To me, there's like a, there, it it should be one for one. If it includes in-game purchases, it has to be on the box or on the listing. If it includes in-game advertisements has to be on the box or on the listing. Um, and then my other big problem with this kind of gets into the, uh, content of the game. So the game has a Peggy 16 rating. I think it has a rated T for teen rating in the States, um, which 
makes me question okay are all of the would all of the advertisements that would be in this $60 game be suitable for ages that would be included in those ratings because the boys would not be the oh it very much would not be the boys the boys as a television show is i i don't think it has to go through any official fcc rating system but it would be uh m for mature hard m hard m it would be rated r if it was going into a movie theater hard r so why is it being advertised in a game that can have players i mean if it's t for t in the united states could have players as young as 13 as young as 13 (laughs) Um, again hard quotes here because of course parents can buy their kids whatever the fuck they want um and i'm not for parents uh not being allowed to buy their kids whatever they want or whatever they want to buy their kids just be responsible they yeah it's on the parents to be responsible but if a parent buys a game for a 13 year old because it's rated t for teen and that 13 year old is being advertised products that are would be a hard r you know in the movie theater that sounds like we're talking about like a racial slur and i <laughs> for uh for a, a tv show that would be rated r or be rated nc-17 possibly you know that's that's a whole thing that i think is another whole discussion um the other thing is is it's involuntary monetization and it started three weeks after the majority of sales would have been made and the majority of reviews already came out um so the, to me it's just a deliberate sidestep uh, to manipulate their audience and further monetize them on top of or already egregious and unethical loot box systems and exploiting their workers and dodging ta- uh, taxes in the United States. You know, it's just, an, it's just one more thing to add to EA's shit pile. <laughs> Again, I said this episode was going to be a salt generator. I hope you guys are uh, enjoying this. <laughs> you know, with ads and games, like honestly like companies like this should like take it serious like when they say no one to hold them no one to fold them and no one to run ea is only good at the run they only know how to run they put it in oh no our bad nope we're taking it out nope that's it they don't think beforehand like should we do this is this a good idea Will it make us money and like continue to make us money, or will it make us money for a couple of minute moments and then we have to take it down because everyone hates us? Yeah, well, in Jim Sterling got into this on his video on the topic, but EA's uh, statement is also like really infuriating. Um, specifically, the we realize we should have communicated with players ahead of time, and that's on us. But we want to be. We want to make sure our players have the best experience playing EA Sports UFC Four. Uh, so ad integrations and the replay and overlay experience will not be reappearing in the future. We realize that we should have communicated with players ahead of time, and that's on us. You say this, but in with every single one of your controversies on, you know, the EA Battlefront Two loot box in fifa yeah like you say it's on you all the time but you never change your behavior ever like if it's on you if you realize the problem is on you and you're not giving customers what you want or what they want i'm sorry 
and your behavior often sometimes borders on illegal and it's on you as the company why aren't you fixing this behavior i mean how many times can you accept an apology before now you're just being taken advantage of yeah exactly exactly but with that like while while we're on the subject of the ea and their merry band of misfits like the new madden game absolute dog shit oh can i say that that terrible game. Yeah, no, you can terrible. say that. Yeah, this is terrible. a fucking this is a fucking cuss zone right here. Yeah, bro. yeah. Dude, I I didn't just say fuck uh fuck the I, CCP look, like ten minutes ago. I, I like sports games. I know we've gotten we the, the debate has came up about sports games here many times. I'm a sports game fan, you know, especially like um, games like 2K. I love 2K. It's an awesome game. Buy it every year. I'm gonna buy it every year. I used to feel the same way about Madden, man, but this time, dude, they just went too far. they released this game. And the only difference from last year's game is slightly updated roster and more bugs. The the game was plagued with bugs to the point where there's there's a petition right now to have the NFL stop going through EA to make their games and to go over to the company that does 2K, which I'm all Yeah, which I'm going to be real honest here i actually don't have faith in two gig 2k games anyways because the nba 2k games are are plagued to the same thing they fucking forgot to take out for like their uh 2019 version of that game of nba 2k they forgot to take out signs that said nba 2k 2018 <laughs> and nba 2k uh 2020 included in-game ads too yeah, they're the in NBA in 2K is saying that they're gonna. I expect that in 2K. I mean, it's the same thing for UFC though. And it doesn't take away the core the core fun of the game. But I mean, if it's gonna be an intrusive ad that literally is like on the like they actually, if I remember, ads are more intrusive, absolutely. Yeah, but at the same time, like say their ads for Nike, it's it goes with the gameplay because your character when you when you get out of the game. And your character is walking down the street and you go to the store and you buy an official, you know, Nike outfit for to have your character wear, you know, so it's like, can I, can I ask you a question real quick? Because, okay, so it's a $60 game. You buy NBA 2K 2020 and they start putting 30 second ads before you can start a game or something like that. If you buy a premium Blu-ray edition, 4K edition of a star Wars movie and 20 minutes into the star Wars movie, it plays a 30 second ad. Oh. Are you going to be mad about that? Yeah. I'd be pretty hot about that. I'd be pretty hot about it too. It's the same thing in a fucking video game. I pay $70 for yeah, NBA right. 2k 2020. And then all of a sudden I'm getting a 30 second ad. That's not like, right. It's, it's not like it's a subway uh, banner in the background. That's just a baked in, um product placement like it would be like in a movie like again going back to um going back to ghostbusters where you know that's one giant tweaky right that's you know that's a product placement that is essentially an advertisement and company i i think it is feasible for companies to do that as a form of covering costs 
But if I'm paying $60 and my content is getting interrupted or $70, like some of these companies want to charge now, and my content is being interrupted by advertising, I'm going to be pretty fucking pissed. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I just really don't like EA. <laughs> yeah. So, as far as I'm concerned, EA does it worse. <laughs> that's that's just that's just me though yeah no, what I, I, I mean that's uh, personally i try not to um when it comes to sports games i don't buy them when they're released i wait until the price drops to buy them just because they're fun games but um especially for me like i need to have like a like a replay value in games like sports games aren't a game. Like I'm not gonna play that every day. You know, I might get bored a couple times a week and play like a game, and I can't justify spending full price on a game for that. You know, not when like you know I'm an avid Call of Duty player. I'll play Call of Duty for hours every single day, every single day. You know, for the same price. And yeah, you yeah. know, they come out with a new version every single year too. But I'm gonna play that way more. Yeah. Um, I think I've said all I can say on this topic. We'll get some final thoughts here. Uh, Green, final thoughts. I just want EA to release Dice. I like Dice move away from EA and make like banging Battlefield games without EA. That's all I want. Otherwise, fuck EA. Yeah. Uh, Biggs. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> my, uh, my final thought, I'm going to just say this, is if I'm paying a premium price for a product, I better not be interrupted for fucking ads. That's just it. I mean, put the advertising that you want to put in baked into the content itself. A banner in the fucking background, a dude wearing Jordans, something. But don't don't interrupt my game for, for advertisements. Um, our next story. Something a little bit lighter is uh, we got an Xbox announcement, a surprise announcement from Microsoft, basically after (laughs) their worst kept secret ever. And they just kind of had to announce it. They um, so we got Like I said, it was a surprise announcement uh, after a Microsoft insider named Brad Sams leaked an image of the Xbox Series S, which has been excuse me, which new uh, rumors have been floating around for a a while about the Series S. Excuse me, my uh, dinner started to fight back there a little bit. Uh, So the Series S is going to be a cheaper version of the smaller next-gen console from Microsoft and will be launching next to the Series X. Uh, The thing is incredibly small. Did you guys see pictures of this thing? I did, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of a lot of uh, place, a lot of the images have been showing it next to an Xbox controller for scale. I was trying to come up with like a size that made sense to describe this thing, but I couldn't really think of anything like that would make a like sense. Like maybe like the size of a book. It's like third. Uh, it's like four thirteen-inch uh, notebooks stacked on top of each other. Yeah, it, it looked like um, like the the size of a. Uh, you remember the uh, PlayStation Two? 
Mm-hmm. It looked it looked like in similar size to that. Hmm. I don't know. It's really small. You can find, um, you can find uh, a lot of these. You just got to look up Xbox Series S, Series S, uh, for it. Uh, so the uh, the Series S is going to MSRP for uh, no phone. You don't need to activate there. I'm on it. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my phone activated there. Um, so it's going to MSRP for um, $299 USD and will be in all digital. They are boasting that it will tar- uh, hit a target of 120 FPS at 1440p as well as support 4K streaming. Um, also with this rumor, it's uh, not yet confirmed, but the price for the uh, Series X will be uh, estimated for MSRP four ninety nine USD. Uh, one other thing I forgot to mention is that the Series S is going to have um, like a five hundred twelve gig hard drive, so not a very big hard drive in it. Uh, just on its face, what do you guys think? We'll go with. Uh, Green- I'm still waiting to to see what they're doing with the whole. Um, possible not running the full Series X games, like a specific uh, <clears throat> game standard. I know we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. Um, another thing is, I'm wondering if the hard drive space is going to be interchangeable, um, which I hope they would, with only releasing it with a 512. Um, but I mean, they probably won't. I, I, I want to say that they're going to release the S with the 512 gig and then some extra options where you can get like a bigger one for like 50 extra dollars. But I don't know. It looks pretty nifty. It looks really small. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just waiting to see what that whole rumor was about with the whole can't play X, the full size X games or not. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about uh, running natively the the Series X games. Uh, let's go on to uh, Biggs. What are your thoughts just on the surface? Um, I'd really like to see uh, like what the specs are going to be, like how how it's going to perform. I mean, the price tag though, it's not bad. Not a bad price tag, in my opinion. Yeah. I know so, I like I like the price tag too. Yeah. Um with this I, I, I would I would still I would buy that. Yeah. You know, depending on performance. Yeah. But would you really pay $300 just to play Halo? Absolutely. Cuz that's all I want it for is Halo. But I mean we're, you know, with uh Microsoft's you know, play anywhere you know, we're going to be able to ha- play those on PC, so Oh, I know. That's what I'm excited for. I just want Halo. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, to, to a two ninety nine man for the newest console out. Depending on the how it performs compared to the the other version, yeah, that's not a bad price tag. Yeah, if you're gonna get 120 frames, you know, at 1080p. So you're gonna spend more than that on a PC. 
Yeah, which this is this is supposed to be like the little brother system in the next gen. Um, so it's going to be lower quality and stuff like that. So I have. I have questions about like the specific UK use case they have in mind for this. I know that it's, I imagine Microsoft's strategy for this is to get people into the walled garden, um, get people in that's a low price tag that can undercut almost anything Sony is going to throw out there. And they're going to say, look, it doesn't matter what the internals are of this thing because we have the X, uh, we have the X cloud game uh, streaming service. That you can come in, you can get your Halo, you can play it at 4K, 60 frames a second. We have the technology to do it. You don't need to have this box that is, you know, going to be uh, $200 more expensive than this other box. And you don't need to build a PC to to run a 4K game at 60 frames per second, right? You can have your next gen experience right here for $300. And you happen to just have to pay us a monthly fee for this i think this is their way of getting people into the walled garden um especially thinking about that hard drive space because to me that hard drive space i mean if if games are going to keep going the way they're going and if i don't know what how much hard drive space is required on an xbox or a ps4 for warzone but like we made a joke about it earlier some people have to get fucking hard drives for warzone because it's like 200 gigs (laughs) it's ridiculous so you know you download if if it's a if it's a similar file size for your xbox or you know ps4 you're you're gonna have half your uh, you're gonna have half your uh you're gonna have half your uh uh hard drive taken up by warzone Um, so the use case I'm kind of curious for, I know from Microsoft, it's, it's definitely like get into the walled garden. We're going to get them in, you know, they're going to, and they're going to use our services for this. Uh, other folks, I can't really, I can't really imagine anyone except for a casual player who wants a living room console for cheaper for, you know, a price cheaper than a phone or a laptop, uh, and wants something that is going to also be able to run like Netflix or Hulu. You know, they're going to put on their, uh, you know, their indie games, their, you know, whatever the news version of Tetris is or, you know, some platformers maybe. But I can't imagine too many other use cases except for just casual players. What do you guys think? You know, you, know you can build a Raspberry Pi board for $80. So we'll do the same exact thing. Yeah, but I'm also thinking about the people who aren't technically, aren't who aren't going to go out and like learn how to program a Raspberry Pi. Shh, laziness. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a bold marketing strategy. Yeah, uh, yeah gonna, it's gonna, definitely a leg up from PlayStation. Um, they're going for the throat. I, th- I think I think uh, that is going to sell really well for younger kids. You know, like the. Obviously, you know, games like Fortnite are going to get ported over to the next gen console. You know, you're going to be able to get your, you know, your your 10, 10 year old kid the newest console so that they can play Fortnite with their friends like, you know, for 300 bucks instead of that six or seven hundred dollars that you would have to get. Oh, plus it's uh, digital download only. So mommy, mommy, can I get that credit card? There's a new skin on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into you look at your checking account three months later and there's no money on your card because the kid spent it all on Xbox. 
right? <laughs> um, yeah, so being digital only, I think, and again, I think, like I said, it's it's their way of getting you into their ecosystem and holding you there, which I think, you know, is a good strategy. And I don't think the Xbox services are a, uh, are bad. I don't think, I mean, the, the, what is their, um, Game Pass? Like their monthly game games with gold. Yeah, game, games with gold and then the Xbox Game Pass, yeah. Yeah, like the games with gold have been lackluster, but I don't think like the Game Pass itself is really a bad service. I don't think it's not worth the money. Yeah, I think the Game Pass really outshines the game with gold. Uh, game games game games with gold. Gold gold games. Gold games. Xbox Xbox Gaming Cloud games with gold. Uh uh, uh Xbox Series X, Xbox Series s um gum 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 <laughs> does anyone else smell toast just having a stroke over here um it's it's it's, it's, it's fine it's fine i can't move my right arm but it's fine it's <laughs> my smile look lopsided <laughs> um yeah, no. Uh, oh, one thing I do want to know. I want to see the IO on it. I swear if this if this Series S just has a power cable and an HDMI out, I'm going to be so fucking annoyed. I would love to see like USB storage device accessibility. Well, that's another thing too. HDMI cables don't put out that much uh, in terms of resolution anymore. They're they're gonna need a standardized uh, cable that can push out 4K. Well, isn't there a new um, HDMI standard coming out? It's like a little bit more expensive. Yeah, it's like the HDMI 2.0, which is yeah. I mean, not a lot of people know that they're gonna need to buy a new HDMI cable. So is the consoles gonna come with this uh, new HDMI cable? Well, I mean, you still have, especially when it comes to console gamers, man. You still have a lot of people that don't realize that they need to have like a higher hertz monitor. TV. and tv yeah yeah like you know they're gonna be yeah. thinking that they're playing oh i'm getting 120 frames like no no you're getting 60 hertz brother yeah maybe lower maybe lower <laughs> depending on what you're playing on yeah that was like the whole thing about like when broadcast tv and movies started coming out with 4k like people didn't realize or like when 4k tv started getting like pretty cheap people didn't realize first off that broadcast tv wasn't even broadcasting in 4k uh and like most of their dvds weren't going to be in 4k and like 4k blu-rays and stuff like that weren't going to be coming out for a while um so yeah there's going to be a bit of education and adaption that has to happen uh it's yeah 4k overall like to me just like my take real quick it's like an oversold benefit that almost nobody can really fucking use anyways regardless of like gaming or streaming um television and movies like it's it's just like something sold to it's just something used to sell a tv to you um it doesn't offer that much of of a benefit i mean yeah it looks nice but it's not that huge of a difference between to me at least it's not a huge difference between 1080p and 4k uh that it like makes the experience that much better for the extra hundred bucks that they're using to sell that TV to you. And half the things you have aren't going to be able to utilize it anyways. Absolutely. The biggest difference is like the, how close you can get to the screen and everything look uh, clear still. 
That's the biggest yeah. difference between 4K and, and 1080. Yeah. Per- personally, I would probably still like I, I would go for like a two a 240 hertz uh, screen over a 4K screen. You know, like yeah, you're just you're you're gonna get a, a bigger you're you're gonna see more of a difference from that. Yeah, you're gonna get more usage out of that. I would personally have a I would rather take um like if I'm looking at like again I'm thinking about this as like a living room console box right. And people buy consoles with the idea that they're going to use it for more than just gaming. They're going to look up YouTube on it. They're going to bring up, you know, Hulu, Netflix. They're going to bring up their movies and stuff. I'm also thinking about, like, if I'm looking at, like, a a TV, I'd rather have something that has great color calibration and HDR than something that's 4K. Yeah, absolutely. Something that has a richer color and richer blacks in it would be way more beneficial than the pixel count on it um but yeah so the 4k thing isn't huge to me um my my, the point that kind of got us off on this tangent again i'd like to see the io on it i'd like to see you know uh uh usb uh hard drive accessibility if i can just go out and buy a toshiba uh external one terabyte hard drive or something like that and be able to plug that in and be able to download things to that hard drive you know that would be really nice i'd like that i'd like to see that option there um especially because it's only 512 gigs on that hard drive inside the series x box um yeah anything else on on this particular story Thoughts, opinions, anything you guys want to share? PlayStation for life, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. He yeah. said the guy who has uh, two PCs. A uh, third one on the way. And still, my PS4 Pro has been sitting on a shelf for five months doing nothing. Jesus, are you building a fucking crypto mining farm? Is that what you're doing no, over there? I'm, I'm rebuilding the stream PC, brother. Three PCs. I'm getting rid of the the one. I'm gonna I'm gonna f- use some parts from it. Get rid of the internals and have, I already have all all the parts except for one. Just need a new CPU. That's it. <laughs> but I'm a broke boy. I just need a. I'm just looking to get thirty six hundred. You know how you can get uh, rich quick? Sell my kidney? No, I was gonna say you should just turn those PCs into a crypto farm. I don't know how to do that. No, at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> That's how you get rich quick, man. You just got to convert those. Just got to convert those PCs into mining your fucking Bitcoin. I never. I'll never forget that uh, the Viva Viva Dirt League video where the guy's like buying all these CPUs or the GPUs. He's like, I'm 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 Bitcoin mining. And he takes him to the back room and he hammers the crap out of him with, and he's like going through it. He's like, "Ah, oh, no Bitcoin in here." He's like, "What? What are you? What are you doing?" I'm, I'm mining for Bitcoin. That's not how it works. Oh man, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Biggs, any thoughts you want to share on on the rest of the Series S story? Um, not really. I, th- I think it's a, a bold marketing plan. Gotcha. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, that's. I mean, that's kind of it for the show. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about, quick? 
Well, at least we can start wrapping your up. mustache looks so good? Um, lots of grooming. Tommy, your mustache is looking real nice, too. I've been working on it. I'm a little jealous over here with this little pimp stash and <laughs> thin-ass goatee. Jelly. Jelly. Very jelly. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's go on ahead and uh, wrap up the show here. Let's start with Biggs. Biggs, what's coming up on your channel, and where can people find you? Um, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash high on Biggs. You can also find me on Twitter at Mr. Biggs underscore 211 and on YouTube at TTV underscore Biggs. Um, my channel's been pretty quiet lately. I've, I've been kind of just popping on random. I haven't been doing anything too special. But here soon I have a ton of content from a ton of different games that I'm going to be uploading to my YouTube channel. So make sure you keep your eye out for that. Um, new Call of Duty coming out. You know, I'll, I'll be streaming that, showing you guys how to get nukes. You know, best zero recoil skins, uh, most OP Warzone vehicle skins, all that good stuff. The pros Don't want me get the riot shields, bro. Yeah, zero recoil riot shields. The pros want me banned, you know. Regular stuff. Get it. Uh, Mr. Greenlee, what's coming up on your channel? I don't know. I never know. I'm trying to decide when I'm streaming on Wednesday, and then um, I will be going on vacation for the weekend after Wednesday. So um, I'm just going to roll the dice for Wednesday. We'll see what happens. Um, And then uh, I'll be going to a very secluded area from Thursday through Sunday. Very wooded area. I probably won't have very much uh, cell phone service. I'll probably end up getting sacrificed to a pagan god. We'll see. Not sure. But yeah, you can always find me twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Or uh, hit me up on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans, Mr. Green Elite. Excellent. Um, I'm going to talk for Rev real quick, guys. I don't know what's going on with Rev or his channel, but you guys can go follow him on Twitter at Revsven, R-E-V-S-V-E-N. You can also find him on Instagram. So if you guys want to keep updates with Rev, go find him there. Uh, Coming up on my channel, I'm going to be playing Fallout New Vegas. I'm just going to finish Fallout New Vegas. I'm going to play it until I'm done uh, so I can move on to another single-player game. You guys can also find me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. You can also subscribe to me on YouTube, Danny K Media, uh, Instagram, and on Twitter at Danny K, D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E. Um... Of course, guys, thank you for watching and listening. We appreciate all of you guys for being here. If you guys missed any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you guys subscribe and follow. If you guys want to help support what we do, go on ahead and give us a rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice, or go on ahead and like this video and leave a comment down in the uh comment section of the youtube video and of course our question of the week once again is what band or artist did you find through a video game answer that in the uh comments of the youtube video or uh you guys can tweet at us for it um other than that guys we'll see stay safe have a good week we'll see you again next week goodbye i love you